Hello and welcome to the Vancouver SEO Expert Podcast. My name is Anthony Shiva Kumar and in today's episode, I want to talk about the nine ways in which you can start to build trust on your website. So let's get started. What are the nine ways or nine elements that you can add on your website that would increase the trust especially when a stranger or a prospect visits your website for the first time and they really do not know whether they should trust your website or not. And if you add these elements, uh, I firmly believe that you would be able to increase the trustworthiness and perhaps able to convince prospects to do business, buy a product or buy your services. So what are these nine ways? The first one is social proof. Social proof is a great way to show to the audience, to show to your prospects that other customers, other people have bought services and products from you and they are raving about your product. So social proof could be in the form of testimonials, in the form of reviews, in terms of case studies, but you want to show that others have used your product and services and they love it. And you can ask them to post these reviews on Facebook, on Google, or maybe even if they just send you an email and you can post that on your website. But the whole idea is to show your prospects that you are legit and others have used your service. Now, just having social proof may not necessarily build trust because a lot of times, you know, prospects might not trust where you're getting those testimonials or reviews and whatnot from. So there are other elements that you can add that can strengthen that trustworthiness of your website. The second thing that I highly recommend, especially if you're a local business, even if you're not a local business for that matter, uh, you want to go on Google, as, as, assuming that most of your traffic is uh, or uh, people are able to find you on, on search, you need to go on and register for Google My Business. Now, you can just literally type Google My Business and they will give you, they will ask you to fill certain information and then they will send you a code or a postcard at that address to verify that you are legit and then you are operating at a particular location. So Google My Business is a nice way to show that you are physically, you have a location physically on, <clears throat> um, on, on earth kind of a thing. You know, you're not virtual, you're not abstract. It's you know, a lot of times we we want we we trust when we see, feel, touch things. You know, that's how human beings work. And the more you can convey, you know, the the, the I see, I can touch you, I can feel you, I can you know sense your emotion, kind of a thing. I can contact you whenever I want. The more you communicate these elements, the higher your trust, the higher is the trust value that you're building on your website. So go out, go on to the search engines, especially Google, and and go register for Google My Business and. Sh- and, and it gives a good idea that you are operating a, a legit business. Number three, you should add phone numbers on your website. So if you are catering to a local business, especially put in a number that is a local, a local number, you know, so right now we're in Vancouver, Vancouver SEO expert podcast. So you would want to put a 604 number or a 778 number or 2250 if you're in Victoria area or whatnot. But my point is you should be putting a local number. Don't put a 1-800 number because no one, I mean, it's still, um, it seems, you know, that's like a toll free number and what, but put a local number. It just adds a little bit of trust that, you know, I can contact this person. It's a number that, 
um, and I can search up on, on search to search this number and it would probably, you know, point me to a particular person or a company or whatnot. So put your number prominently on your website and put a local number. Do not put a 1-800 number. The fourth point that you need to have is make sure that you have your email address and your email address is part of your domain name, which is to say that if I'm ansan.com, my email address is anthony.shivakumar at ansan.com. So make it prominent that when people can email you, you can put, you know, either notifications at ansan.com or support at ansan.com, whatever be it, either you can put your email address, um, but make sure that you have your domain name and it's not a Gmail account or a Yahoo account. Why is this important? Because most spammers, when they send email, they send from this weird domain name. And you don't want your you you don't want people to perceive you as another spammer. So make sure that at least your email address is part of your domain name. You know, it's at xyz.com, whatever you and where XYZ is the name of your company. So make sure you have that. The fifth point is Put in the local address where you operate. You know, if you do not have, if you're operating from home, you can just register for a, you know, um, a small little uh, place where you can, you know, get at least get a physical address, or, you know, a storage space or whatnot, and get that physical address. Put a local address in your, on your website. As I mentioned, even for Google My Business, you need to have a physical address in order for you to be at the Google My Business. So make sure that you have that address registered or displayed on your website. It is so important that people, you know, at least for me, you know, when clients want to come to me, I, mean, I still, I kind of, you know, work, you know, all over the place in the coffee shop or whatnot with my laptop. But at times I still have an address. So when clients want to, you know, come and, you know, visit me, they can come and visit me because of my address is displayed on my website. So you want to make sure that, you know, people can, all we're trying to do is maximize, you know, the touch, see, feel kind of a kind of a feeling. And the more information you give uh, that is relevant to your business, the more trust you build. So make sure you have your address written on your website. It's not it should not, it not necessarily has to be a residential your office address. Uh, and if you do not have an office, you know, you can basically book a storage room or whatnot and put that address uh, and find out ways in which you can at least have some form of a, lo a physical location that people can, you know, send an email or send mails or sorry, send mails or, you know, physically um, they know this exists somewhere in, in Vancouver area or whatnot. Number six, you should be putting photos of yourself and your team. This is one thing that I don't understand why most companies don't put. Like, you know, you're operating a business, you know, you're like, I don't want the world to see my face. You know, who cares if the world, you, you are living in the 21st century, your face is there somewhere, somehow on the internet, whether you like it or not. You know, if you if you use Facebook, your face is out there. However, you know, private your settings are or whatnot, you, you are there somewhere online. And especially if you're conducting a business, I'm not too sure whether you want to hide your face or you want to build trust, whichever is more important. But I firmly believe that building trust and, and and being a legit business is more important. So put your put your face out there, put your team's face, put your team's photos out there, so that people know the face behind the post, the face behind the company, and you know who's who's creating the products, the services, and whatnot. Make sure that you have a photo of yourself, especially if you are the business owner, and of your team, so that. You know, it just shows that there are people. There's, there, there's a live person behind this company, and it's not some random robotic autonomous company. Number seven. 
Another way to increase trust is to have an about us page. Now you may not know, but the about us page is one of the most visited page for most uh, on, on a website. And you know, for, and why is that? Because prospects and your customers and your clients and whatnot, they want to know about the company. So when you talk about your about us page, talk about why have you been in business? What pain points that you saw that you want to solve? Don't just, you know, say, you know, we are experts, we're professionals. And, and, you know, I started, we started, you know, 25 years ago. Who cares about when you started? What's important is why did you start it? What motivated you to start? What problems were you facing that compelled you to start your business? What was the solution you were, you were planning to do that was different from what your competition was providing? Like, talk about those things. That's more important than telling you, telling the whole world you're a professional, you're an expert, you know, we want tremendous customer satisfaction and all that rubbish. I don't, you know, you don't, you, do, you never tell people that you have the best customer satisfaction. It's the client's and their prospect's duty to basically judge that not your job. Your job is to tell what you got you into the business, what problems you solve, what were you trying to solve, and why were you trying to solve it? Why did it hurt you when you were starting that you wanted to solve this business? Like talk more about your why, the, 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 your clients and prospects problems back then, and now your business is able to solve it. And that's what a great about us page is all about. That's what builds trust. So make sure you have a good about us page. And last, but not the least, clarity. So clarity is one of the few things that I, I, I go to a website and I do not know what this website is all about. You know, there's one million information all around the place. So what does clarity really mean? Clarity means using simple English, making sure that people understand the problem you're solving instantly. People understand, the prospects understand what they need to do in order to go from prospect to customer. You need to like emphasize on the details of how all of this works. So clarity is all about making your website user-friendly, easy to read, and easy to comprehend and understand. There is, you can't be creative you know, in, in, on the web because most people's attention span is less than five seconds. And if it takes more than five seconds to understand what your website is all about, they're not gonna use your website. So make sure it's simple, clean, elegant, and it's clear. If you're fix if you're a plumber, tell, you know, we are a plumber and we fix taps and broken pipes. Like, you know, it cannot be more clearer than that. So that's what clarity is all about. When I do website maintenance and marketing, it's simple. You know, I help you rank higher on search so that you can get more eyes uh, to your website. So that would be an SEO page. If I'm doing web design, web development, I'm like, I create websites for you. You could just make, keep things simple. Um, and you know, as what Einstein said, you know, keep things simple, but not simpler. Um, if you want to distinguish between your, your competition and yourself, then add one layer more to it, you know, and then you can talk about your pricing structure. That's what clarity is all about. You know, it's adding, you know, putting those elements that makes it clear for the prospect to know what they're, de what they're dealing with. So you can talk about, you know, what's the cost? What is the time frame? What is the value? What is, what is the time frame in the sense, like if they pay, how long will it, will, will the, will the problem be resolved? Uh, you can talk about, um, what methods of payments are, how should the prospects go from being a prospect to a customer? How, you know, do you come in and do a quote depending on what your business is? Or do you just basically, uh, they can, can they pay online or do they have to pay through, um, 
um, or does or do they have to come to your office to pay? Like, make sure all this inst- all these details are clear. Uh, I also firmly believe in putting a cost right on your website, but depending on your business, it may not necessarily be the case. But I like to keep keep the cost very clear on my website. It just it's very clear. Like you know you know what you're getting into, and there is no ambiguity. And I said, and I know I said this was the last point, but that was the eighth point. The ninth point is you need to, as it's following on clarity, is you need to explain how should someone use your service. I call it the how it works section. Why does the how it works section build trust? Because when a prospect comes to your website, they don't know what you're offering. They don't know whether you're going to offer a free quote. They don't know whether they should call you, email you. They don't know uh, how they can actually become and use, how come they actually use your service or your product. So, and how it works section is nothing but taking that prospect who does not know anything about your company to making them a customer. And what is the step involved in getting there? And I put this as a subdivision of clarity in the sense that this is a critical point because even if your website is not very clear, this is the most critical element that you need to have. And most websites don't have this. How do we work? You know, how sh- how does this work? Explain to them. You know, if you're a prospect, you can tell them, you know, step one, you, you, you got to fill up this quote form. Step two, we come to your house. Step three, you know, we come and measure everything uh, and, and we see what the problem is. Then we send you a quote. Then in, then in a couple of hours, once we receive the payment, we start the job and in a couple of hours the job is done and you'll be a happy customer but just explaining this is so important it's so important Uh, same thing you know when I do web design and web development and as soon as a customer uh, wants to know how to go from point A to point B I tell them you know step one this uh, especially for our website maintenance service step one explain all the website issues that you have step two within a couple of hours we'll reply to you what the cost is Step three, once after we receive the payment, we'll immediately, we'll ask you for certain details. Step four, within a few hours, we will start to fix your website. Uh, before we fix your website, we will back up your, we will back up all the code that's already out there. And then step six, we will fix your website. Step seven, then we'll ask you to evaluate and see whether everything is okay. Step eight, you know, you'll be a happy customer because all the problems are fixed. So that's how we basically do it for our website maintenance package. We explain it very clearly. And it's your job to make sure that you're taking your users and prospects by the hand and explaining it to them. It's not about them being silly, dumb and stupid and asking them to figure it out. No one has time to care about your business. No one has time to care about your business. So it is your obligation to make sure that all those details are very clearly stated. You cannot come up here and say, you know, oh, you know what, this is, it's common sense. No, it's not common sense. That is not an acceptable answer. You need to go out there and put in the effort to make your website a little bit more clearer. Like, explain this stuff. If you can't explain this stuff, what makes you think that your prospect is somehow going to understand this? And why would they even trust you when you can't put in the effort to explain it to your prospect? So go out there and make sure that you have how it works section. So let me recap on, on, the, on the nine different elements that you can have on your website to build trust. Number one is make sure that you have testimonials and social proof. Number two, make sure you're registered on Google My Business to show that you physically exist. Number three, add phone numbers, put a local phone number. Number four, make sure your email address is connected to your domain name. It should not be a Gmail or Yahoo or a Hotmail or a Shaw or whatnot. It needs to be your domain name, xyz at yourdomainname.com. Number five, make sure you have your address phys- inserted on your website, your physical address. Number six, 
make sure you have photos of your team and yourself so that so that your prospects and your customers and clients know that there's a face behind the people there's a face behind the the product and the company number 7 have an about us page and about us page is all about you telling your prospects why you started the company and what problem you really wanted to solve and that's why you are in business step 8 clarity make sure every part of your website is very clear there's no ambiguity it's very easy to comprehend even an 8 year old 8 year old child or a 10 year old child should be able to understand what this service is all about and last but not the least have a how it works section take your prospects from not from them not knowing your brand and who you are all the way to a customer explain the whole process so that they feel comfortable doing business with you you add these nine elements to your website and you'll realize that the trust elements on your web page will drastically increase you're more or less getting your prospects to kind of virtually see touch feel you in some form or the other If you enjoyed this podcast please you can you can find this podcast from uh, on uh, Google podcast on Google Play and on um Spotify I highly also recommend you to go to blog.ansend.com and subscribe to our newsletter you can even subscribe to our YouTube channel on which is basically ansend you can type ansend on YouTube and you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and you can also uh, follow us on Facebook Twitter Instagram and all the social media platforms till next time Thank you.